Hello, and welcome to another episode of Words of Wisdom, a podcast series dedicated to reflecting on the wisdom of the book of Proverbs. My name is Jerry Weirwill, and it is my pleasure to be on this journey together with you to discover the powerful truths that God has revealed to those who desire to become wise and discerning. Proverbs 20.21 says, An inheritance gained quickly at the beginning will not be blessed in the end. To start off with, rather than conforming to one of the three major types of parallelism, this proverb is held together by two temporal antonyms, at the beginning and in the end. So then rather than comparing or contrasting two ideas, actions, or characters, the proverb delineates two different points in time with a former circumstance and a latter circumstance. Thus, the logic of the proverb is that what happens in the former circumstance will then affect or result in the latter. The former circumstance is an inheritance gained quickly. An inheritance is simply a gift that is handed down from parents to children, consisting of the family patrimony and accumulated wealth. In the biblical times, an inheritance was typically given when the life of the family patriarch, the father, was coming to an end. But this was not always the case, such as in the parable of the prodigal son, who asked for his inheritance while his father was still in very good health. See Luke chapter 15 verse 12. The key here in the proverb is how the inheritance is obtained. It is obtained quickly. The Hebrew word translated quickly means to rush or to make haste, and thus refers to an inheritance that is gained hastily. Now the question is, what does it mean for an inheritance to be gained quickly in this sense? Aren't most inheritances a gift that is given all at once at some point by the parents, whether they're still living or not? So then one might naturally think that to receive an inheritance all at once would be to receive an inheritance quickly. But that's not really what is being conveyed here in the proverb. In Proverbs, to do something quickly or with haste is viewed negatively and as something not done in the proper way or at the proper time. And so the idea of gaining an inheritance quickly likely suggests one of two things. The inheritance was obtained prematurely either, one, due to the untimely death of the parents, or two, while the individual is still immature and not prepared to inherit it. Just to be clear, an immature person doesn't mean someone young in age, though that is often the case. Nonetheless, there are plenty of older people in the world that are completely immature in their thinking and lifestyle. Immaturity in this context simply refers to the fact that the person does not have the necessary life experience or self-discipline to appropriately handle an inheritance. Out of these two possible ways to understand the phrase, the better option in light of the rest of the book of Proverbs is likely the second one. Proverbs speaks a lot about the consequences of being foolish and naive, but doesn't really say anything about certain consequences befalling a person due to the untimely death of their parents and the unexpected reception of an inheritance. It's worth mentioning, however, that some scholars see the phrase as implying the inheritance was somehow obtained in an illegitimate or unscrupulous way. What this would then suggest is that a child was either involved in the death of their parents or somehow forced or manipulated their way into receiving their inheritance against the will of their parents. This alternate understanding is entirely possible, but it's not as convincing as simply seeing it referring to a person receiving their inheritance before they are ready. There's no indication that foul play is necessarily involved here, though it cannot be entirely ruled out as a possibility either. Next, the proverb claims that one who receives an inheritance quickly 
will not be blessed in the end. This phrase is likely a divine passive, referring to the blessings that ultimately come from God, which include an inheritance, but also long life, children, prosperity, success, and reputation. What this means is that an inheritance gained prematurely will not result in the blessings that one had hoped for. For an inheritance to achieve those ends, it has to be cared for and used properly. In the hands of an immature person, an inheritance can be spent quickly and foolishly, without being allowed to bring any of the blessings that it was intended to bring. I'd like to share some information with you about statistics regarding people's spending habits who receive an inheritance. Jay Zagorski, a research scientist at Ohio State University's Center for Human Resource Research, he did a study based on data from the Federal Reserve and a national longitudinal survey that was funded by the Bureau of Labor Statistics that studied inheritances between the period 1985 and 2008. Published in the Journal of Family and Economic Issues, what Zagorski's study revealed was that one out of three baby boomers who received an inheritance spent it within two years. Furthermore, receiving an inheritance has many similar characteristics to winning the lottery, as research shows from a study conducted in 1990 by Klotfelter and Cook in the Journal of Economic Perspectives. In both circumstances, a person receives an unearned windfall. Studies show that lottery winners saved only 16 cents for every dollar they won, with bankruptcy rates soaring from most lottery winners three to five years after winning, indicating that most individuals quickly spent their windfall. In addition, the U.S. Trust recently surveyed high net worth individuals that exceeded $3 million in investable assets to discover whether they were preparing the next generation for handling significant wealth. Chris Heilman, U.S. Trust's chief fiduciary executive, remarked, Looking at the numbers, 78% feel the next generation is not financially responsible enough to handle the inheritance, and 64% admit they have disclosed little to nothing about their wealth to their children. Research from the Williams Group, a U.S. wealth consultancy, looked at 2,500 families over several decades, and their findings indicate that inherited wealth rarely endures. The study shows that by the second generation, 70% of inherited family money has been squandered. And worse yet, by the third generation, the average was 90%. When asked about why second and third generation heirs are unable to keep from squandering their inheritance, one financial researcher commented, most of them have no clue as to the value of money or how to handle it. Generation threes are usually doomed. It takes an average recipient of an inheritance 19 days until they buy a new car. If that statistic is correct, that should sound an alarm that most people don't know how to responsibly steward and use inherited money. To illustrate the wisdom of the proverb, I'm going to use the example of John Forsyth. Forsyth was a Canadian businessman. In 1903, he founded the John Forsyth Shirt Company in Kitchener, Canada. The company made quality apparel, and the business became profitable very quickly. In 1917, the company took over the former Star White Ware factory on the corner of Duke and Young Streets, across from the Kitchener City Hall. The factory was lined with sewing machines that produced a constant low hum that could be heard throughout the neighborhood. 
As the business grew, additional factories were opened in Waterloo and St. Mary's in Ontario. Forsyth was adept in management and was a naturally gifted businessman. Under his direction, additional branch offices were opened throughout Canada and even across the Atlantic in Manchester, England. By the mid-1940s, the Forsyth Shirt Company, location in Waterloo, was known for having Canada's longest sewing room. The Forsyth Company had grown to have 600 employees by the mid-1950s and then continued successfully growing to 800 employees in the Waterloo region alone by the mid-1960s. Forsyth had developed a shirt-making empire and had certainly made history for the clothing industry in the Waterloo region. But Forsyth didn't live to see all of the massive expansion of his company in the 50s and 60s. Forsyth died on June 23, 1948. It has been estimated that Forsyth was worth at least $120 million in today's value. Jumping ahead to the modern era, Stephen Lovell, one of Forsyth's grandkids, recalls his childhood as being like part of the Great Gatsby. He was constantly in a world of social parties with people wearing fancy dresses and tuxedos, sipping cocktails. In describing that time, Lovell said, My aunts and uncles and moms with drinks were playing the piano and dancing. It was magical. In addition, he recalls the way his family lived in such luxury, owning boats, airplanes, farms, and not to mention a lavish mansion in Ontario, Canada, and a summer home in Southampton, New York. Lovell also described the clout and reputation of the family. Everywhere they went, everyone knew who they were. We were the Forsyths, Lovell proclaimed. Lovell was living a life that few could even dream of. But today, Lovell works a regular 9-to-5 job as a financial planner in his office in Walnut Creek, California. The question we are all asking is, so what happened? How did Lovell go from living such a lush and extravagant lifestyle growing up to simply living a normal middle-class life nowadays? Well, when Forsyth died, he passed on his entire fortune to his five children. Forsyth's kids had grown up having everything. They had maids, cooks, and butlers. They were anything but prepared to take over and manage the multi-million dollar company of their father. Through a combination of bad business decisions and alcoholism, the children squandered their inheritance and ruined their father's company in only a matter of a few years. By the time Lovell was 19 years old, the family inheritance was gone. And so in 1973, the Forsyth Shirt Company was sold to Dilux, a clothing company in Toronto. When asked how his mother wasted such a grand inheritance, Lovell said, She just didn't know any better. And now we all live with that regret every day. The conclusion of the matter isn't that an inheritance is a bad thing, but that many people are simply not capable of properly handling an inheritance and using it wisely. And therefore, they end up wasting it. Or, as one might say, they end up making ducks and drakes of it. What needs to be passed on with an inheritance is not just money but rather an understanding and appreciation of what the money represents and some direction for how to use it properly. Stories of wealthy heirs wasting their inheritance are abundant. 
it really is no surprise to most people when they hear that a wealthy family's fortune was mishandled and eventually lost. History is replete with people who come to find themselves handed a large sum of money but have no clue what to do in order to properly steward and maintain it. And so, an inheritance that is gained quickly will not be blessed in the end because it probably won't last. It requires the recipient to be prepared to wisely manage it, and that takes time to learn and self-discipline. Thus, if a parent is looking to be wise in bestowing an inheritance to their children, this proverb is warning against just simply handing over a big lump sum of money. There is a lot for a person to know about how to keep those dollars in the bank. And also, when is the right time and reason to use it? If managed correctly, an inheritance can provide a safety net during hard times, or can help purchase a home, or be the means by which one starts their own business. Being prepared to wisely handle an inheritance is part of what is necessary in order to enjoy the blessings that it can provide. Thanks so much for listening to the Truth or Tradition podcast. We hope you're enjoying this new series on the words of wisdom from the book of Proverbs. And for more biblical resources, you can visit our website, truthortradition.com. And there you can subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of the future resources that we post. 